What is going on, guys? Hi. I hope your day is going well. I am feeling good today. I slept surprisingly amazing last night. I have been having a really hard time sleeping, like insomnia. I've been drowning myself with chamomile tea every night just to try to fall asleep. But last night was the first time in a long time where I finally got me a full eight hours. So I'm feeling good. Um, I can't complain and I hope you're doing good too. Listen, before we get into today's topic, which I'm super excited for, I wanted to say take a second really quick to just check in with yourself. What do you need right now? Are you hungry? Did you drink any water today? Have you gone outside today? You know, maybe grab yourself a snack or make yourself some lunch or dinner, whatever, while you listen. Um, you know, go fill up your water bottle and maybe go outside, you know, take a little walk while you listen. Or if you're like, no, I had me a long ass day. I just need to rest and get comfy. Do that. Get comfy in bed, you know, put the fan on, turn the lights down, get cozy. Okay, so now that we've touched base with our needs, let's get into this discussion. So a few weeks ago, I was reminiscing about high school a bit. I'm in college now and I was just thinking about how drastically different life was as a teenager and while you're going to high school and not only how different life was, but how different I was just as a person. And looking back now, there is so much that I know now that I wish I could have told my younger self back then. Like, I was a mess back then. Honestly, guys, high school had so many ups and downs for me, and I feel it's that way for just about everyone. You know, those years are quite challenging years for all of us, So I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I made a list of 10 things that I think are the most important, things that would have really helped me navigate life a whole lot easier then. So let's jump into it. Number one, you won't feel like this forever. This. During these years, it's really easy to feel like there's really no light at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's a really challenging time. You have to get up super early every morning and five days out of your seven days in the week, you are going to school and you're spending a majority of your time there the entire day. You know, like just the normal school day is eight hours. And then if you have any other sports or clubs or whatever, you know, add on an extra two to three hours, you know, every other day or every day after school. And then you come home and then you have hours of homework to do and it just feels like this never-ending cycle of never really having like a second to breathe. And then on top of that, there is all of these added pressures that comes with school and the social aspect of school and the pressures and the insecurities and all of this shit, you know? And then on top of all of that, You're literally just a human being who is trying to find their way in this world and trying to survive, right? And it's really, really hard to find the positives in life at that time. At least it was for me. Of course, 
there's so many amazing things that happen as well during this time and there's a lot of growth that happens but it seriously overall is a really difficult and challenging time and I think it's really easy to get caught up in that and really just feel like this is never going to end and this feeling is just never going to go away. For me, I always just kept feeling like, what's the point? You know, this is not the way I want to live my life. I feel stuck. I feel like it's all kind of just a waste of time. At least that's how I felt. I was blessed to have a couple really close friends throughout high school, but I was never one of those people who had, like, a huge group of friends or a ton of friends, you know? Um, And I kind of liked it that way. I kind of purposely kept my distance. Um, I don't know. I just prefer to have, like, my close group of friends that I can trust and, you know, we just do everything together as opposed to getting caught up with a bunch of other people and a bunch of different dramas and just that would just wasn't for me but many people have different high school experiences but I was just one of those people where the whole time throughout my high school experience I just dreaded going to school there was a lot of good times like once I got there you know I had a lot of good laughs and a lot of good memories with friends and whatnot but like the whole action of just like this repetitive cycle of constantly just going there every day and spending so much of my life there just was really hard on me. It just felt so wrong. It just felt so... It just never made sense to me. And I kind of still feel that way. I still feel like there's so much about the high school curriculum and just how the entire structure is built that I just think there is a lot that can change to make it a better experience for students. Something's got to change. I feel like it's not a coincidence that so many young people struggle with anxiety and mental health issues. And I think it's pretty safe to say that high school and just school in general, the way it's structured must have a huge part to play in that. After I graduated, it really did feel like this huge weight was lifted off my shoulder. I felt like I was able to look at life through this whole new perspective. Once you graduate high school, you're not legally obligated to go to school anymore or literally, I guess, go anywhere at all for that matter that you don't want to go or be at. Like, if you choose to go to college and you have a career path that you found that you love and that you want to chase and, you know, going to college is going to help you get to that next level in your career, that's absolutely amazing, you know? But you don't have to go. And just that alone, that feeling of, like, you can get up in the morning and literally be able to be free to make choices uh, and plan your day and not have to literally be somewhere at a certain time and spend a certain amount of time like it's this it's such a freeing feeling and if you're in high school right now and you're listening to this I just want you to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel like I know it's really hard right now but Once you graduate and you get through this period of your life and after high school, is it's going to be so much better. Like, you really won't feel like this forever. There is so much life to live. There are so many people that you haven't even met yet that are going to love you in this life. There are so many places that you haven't been yet that you're going to go. Like, so much life to live. And 
I just really urge you to hang in there and just know that things are going to get better and you won't feel like this forever. Seriously. Number two kind of ties into number one just a little bit and it's that nothing is ever that serious. It's never that serious. I still have a tendency to take life too seriously even nowadays and I think it's really hard to not do this because like I was saying earlier in number one, like there's so many different responsibilities and distractions that we have in this life that make it really hard to not be able to just relax, you know, and sometimes you can really get caught up in that and forget that none of this shit even makes sense. Like none of the, everything in this life and society and everything, everything is just made up. Like, none of this is really real. And all of the stresses that we have about, especially in high school, right? The stresses of what we want other people to think of us, um, how we feel about the way we look, our grades, our expectations that our parents have on us. All of these pressures can get really heavy sometimes, and make you forget that you're just a kid. Stop stressing yourself out so much, you know? Like, the reality is, like, you can really only do so much. You can literally only wake up and do your very best every day, and the rest of it is just not really in your control. There's a lot of things that we can control. There's a lot of things that we can't. Most of what happens to us in this life, we can't control, but There is a lot that we can control and really that's all you can focus on. You know, just focus on what you can control, do your best, and just live your life and have fun. You are never going to be this young ever again. That alone should be enough for you to just have fun and let loose and just know that you don't have to have everything figured out right now. Nobody gave us a blueprint. Nobody asked to be here on this earth. I don't remember building this sim character that I have now and asking to spawn into this world. Like, I didn't, you know, nobody asked for this. So it's like, you might as well just not take things so seriously because nobody really knows what the fuck is going on anyways. And we're all just trying to do our best out here. So chill out. Give yourself the same patience and love that you give to everybody else. Take a deep breath it's never that serious, okay? Number three, it's not your job to make people understand you. I cannot stress enough how much I used to explain myself growing up. And I think this really stems from insecurity, you know, now that I look back, now that I'm more confident in who I am, I don't really feel the need to explain myself at all to anybody. So, reflecting when I was younger, I think a lot of me trying to convince other people why I felt the way I did or why I did certain things that I did really stemmed from me kind of not even sure and trying to explain to my own self subconsciously why I was doing these things that I was doing because I was still trying to figure out who I am, what makes me happy, what doesn't, etc. And while you're going through that process, I think it's so important to know that you really don't have to explain this to anybody else. 
Everybody is so different and everybody's perspectives and motives and opinions and why they live their lives the way they do is all based on their experiences that they go through in this life and no one person's journey is the same as another's. The main people I felt I was always explaining myself to was specifically my family and even though those people are your family and they're related to you and you have a lot of the same experiences, you still don't have all of the same experiences. Your journey is going to be a hundred times different than your mother or your father or any of your siblings' journeys. People just love to be nosy. People love to argue. People will always test you especially people who honestly have nothing else going for themselves or have given up on their own personal dreams and goals and they're always going to test you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter what you do. Even if you do exactly what they might have said they wanted you to do, people are always still going to have something to say. And I think that when you make peace with that and accept that It doesn't matter how many times you explain yourself to somebody, they're never really truly going to understand your perspective the way that you do. When you understand that and accept that that's okay, it's going to bring this immense amount of peace to your life and you're going to find it so much more freeing knowing that you don't have to exhaust yourself trying to explain your reasoning for everything that you do. Number four. People treat you exactly how they feel about you. I had multiple friendships and one relationship throughout high school that I was constantly making excuses for these people in the ways that they treated me. When they would treat me like shit and clearly looking back now, um, show me that they don't respect me and that they don't care about me. I was constantly making excuses for these people and saying like, oh, you know, maybe they're just having a bad day. They must be going through something, whatever it might have been at the time. And listen, that might be true. Like looking back now, I can understand that That actually might be the case. A lot of the time it is people just projecting their own hate onto you, like their own self-hate. But there needs to be boundaries, right? There needs to be a line that you draw when you start noticing patterns. Like if this is a reoccurring thing and there's plenty of times where this person is doing things that are obviously like unexcusably disrespectful and just not showing up for you in the way that you do for them, that person is probably never going to change. That person is never going to treat you the way that you deserve to be treated, right? Like if it's a once or twice kind of thing, maybe they snap on you or do some shady shit like once, whatever. But it's like over and over and over again, you're being let down by this person. That person is clearly not prioritizing you in the way that you feel and they clearly have no plan to do so. What I've come to terms with now is I don't feel like anybody owes me anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't want to treat me with the same decency that I treat you, then it's all good. That's fine. You don't owe me really anything. I used to think if I'm pouring out all this love and all this attention to this person, they should be doing that back. But 
that's a very dangerous way to think because you will constantly be getting let down. When you have those expectations for people to treat you the way that you treat them, you'll constantly be getting let down because nobody really owes you anything and nobody is you. Nobody thinks the same way you do and has like the exact same love language as you may be or just the way you handle conflict. That's okay. But what's not okay is being disrespected and being treated like shit. That is not okay. So you need to find that boundary of like, okay, whoa, you know, this person clearly doesn't really give a shit about me and isn't going to prioritize this relationship or this friendship the same way that I can. Therefore, I am going to now remove myself from this relationship because I'm just simply not getting treated the way that I deserve. Number five, don't dumb yourself down for anyone. I'm ashamed to say that Yes, there were quite a few times where I remember I did that. I would dumb myself down to impress somebody else. And that got me absolutely nowhere but feeling crappy. Surround yourself with people who you can be your truest self with and not feel like you have to step out of character in order to fit in with these people or be accepted. Because you do not have to do that ever with anybody. There are billions and billions of people on this earth. And if you're in a friend group right now or a relationship where you're feeling like every time you're around this person or these people, you can't be your true self, just stop hanging out with those people. Go be alone even. Like being alone is better than being around people who just make you feel crappy. Like, take some time, figure out who you really are, and once you do that, you know, go surround yourself with people who are like-minded, people who have similar goals as you, people who make you feel motivated and inspired and just good. And I promise you, life is a whole lot more easier and more fun when you're around people like that. Number six, your intuition doesn't lie, listen to it. Oh my god, just reading that, I had a million flashbacks of so many different situations where so much conflict and just sadness or anger or heartache could have been avoided if I had just listened to that gut feeling certain friendships where I was like, this person, I'm not getting a good vibe from them, they seem fake, whatever, and then I pursued the friendship or the relationship anyways, and of course, I ended up getting backstabbed, and it was just like this whole thing, and I knew from the beginning though, you know, I already knew that this person didn't have good intentions, I could feel it, I already knew that, and I still continued to ignore those feelings and, and those red flags that I was seeing in the beginning just to please them or to make myself feel more validated for having another friendship or whatever the petty way of thinking was at that time. It was always some stupid reasoning, you know, for not listening to your gut feeling. There were other times where I was just putting myself in stupid situations, you know, as teenagers do, as most people do, um, 
But yeah, there were multiple times where I was at a party or like a little kickback and I would just get that feeling like some shit is about to go down. Like I just really feel like I'm in the wrong place, wrong time. And sure enough, that would be the case. There would be some toxic shit that went down or the cops showed up and it was just this whole thing. That's a whole nother story time. But the main point is that gut feeling is literally never going to lie to you. It just, it doesn't lie to you. And just listen to it. I urge you to listen to your gut feeling more often. It will save you so much stress that you just don't need. Just listen to it. Number seven, your parents' failed relationship has nothing to do with you. Obviously, everyone who is listening to this right now hasn't witnessed, you know, their parents' relationship fall apart. And I understand that, but this is definitely going to be on my list because it was always this thing, like, in my subconscious that when my parents divorced and I saw, you know, what that did to the family and how much it transformed just me and my brother's day-to-day life and the added stress that came from it, I subconsciously just started to view relationships and just life differently. I kind of started to view things from a pessimistic lens and just always kind of thought that whatever friendship or relationship that I had wasn't going to last forever because I haven't really seen any sort of real successful love at that time last forever or I guess for any long period of a time. My parents divorced when I was fairly young but There was a lot of ups and downs through that whole process and it was kind of dragged out. So even when I was older, I was always seeing all of the consequences that kind of came from it. And because of that, I feel like I always had this wall up and I was always kind of such a cold-hearted person. And I don't even know if I was actually even aware of how much that was actually playing a part in how I was maneuvering at that time and my perception of things. But looking back now, it makes a whole lot more sense as to why I did certain things that I did and why I engaged in certain relationships that I engaged in. And I just threw this one in there to let anyone know who might be going through a divorce in their family or some sort of breakup that it's not your fault at all. It has nothing to do with you. Your parents and that relationship already had its issues before you came into the picture. Going through life now, I realize what makes a strong relationship and what things are needed to be able to maintain that strong relationship. And if things are not going to work out between you and a person because you just are different people and you don't handle conflict the same and you can't ever seem to come to an agreement. That's just me and that person's problem. The outside conflict and the outside issues that me and my partner can't control has nothing to do with us, but it's how we work together as a team and how we overcome this conflict is what will determine how successful our relationship is. And When I think about that now and then refer it back to, you know, my parents, for example, it just wasn't going to work out 
no matter what. They're two different people. They weren't able to overcome certain obstacles and that's okay. That has literally nothing to do with me. Even if I was a quote unquote added stress or conflict, you know, that's not my problem. (laughs) Like I didn't ask to be here. You know what I'm saying? So that has literally nothing to do with you. And just thought I would throw that out there if anybody is going through that at this moment. Number eight, master loving yourself before seeking love from others. So I put this one after number seven because I feel like it also kind of ties in with that as well. I think for pretty much the entire majority of my life, not until quite recently actually, I was always searching for love from others to fulfill an emptiness within myself um, that I needed to fulfill myself first. I wasn't able to see how toxic and wrong some of the relationships and friendships that I had in my life were at the moment because of how submerged I was within them and I hadn't spent even close to as much time alone as I needed to at that time to be able to see that. And when you spend that time alone and really get to know yourself and nurture yourself, you get to know what you really do love and what you don't love and what makes you feel bad and what makes you feel good and the standards that you have and the expectations that you have, what your love language is and all of that stuff. You know, you it's really hard to figure any of that out if you're constantly just in this mindset of being consumed with another person. I find it really difficult to be able to properly love somebody and even have a healthy friendship for that matter if you don't have a healthy friendship with yourself first or you don't have a healthy love for yourself first because, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but it just makes sense for me now looking back how certain friendships and relationships were destined to fail from the beginning because of that you know like I could not love this person properly and be the good friend that I needed to be for them because I couldn't even be that for myself how could I expect to give something to somebody that I can't even do for myself you know that's like teaching somebody to skateboard if you don't even know how to skateboard yourself You know, it's not impossible, but damn, you might have a lot easier time coaching somebody if you know how to do it yourself or have at least spent hours and hours and hours prioritizing that and learning about it. And I feel like it's the same way with loving yourself. You need to put that time in with yourself. You need to really truly study yourself and be your best fucking friend before you can be anybody else's. So take that time for yourself. Skip a few nights with your friends going out. If you're in a relationship right now, make some time just for yourself. Enjoy your own company. You're fucking cool. There's nobody else on this earth just like you and I thought it was so interesting how like when I was spending a lot of time alone there were literally so many surprises that I found about my own self that like I didn't even know I enjoyed or I didn't even know I was good at these things until I did them like it's really an exciting journey and I really encourage you to get to know yourself number nine the world is so much bigger than you and your problems When you're in high school, you're in this like imaginary bubble that kind of 
almost hypnotizes you and like brainwashes you in forgetting that there is an entire world outside of this little bubble, outside of your hometown, outside of all of these people who you see every day. And I think it's so important to remember that these issues and these friends and this drama and all this little bullshit that you have to deal with while you're going to school is so little in comparison to reality. Like there is so much more in this world and so many more challenges that you're going to face that are going to test you so much more than what you're facing now. Like your life, your journey is literally just beginning. These problems that you have right now are necessary for you to understand and go through because they're going to help you be able to navigate the other issues that are going to come throughout your life. I don't remember where I saw it, but I saw a quote that says something. It's like the five second rule or no, no, no. It's the five by five rule. That's what it's called. And it goes, if it won't matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes dwelling on it. And I think that that is so true. I feel like I spent hours and days, shit, even months, just so consumed and upset and dwelling on certain problems and issues that I look back now and I'm like, bitch, if I had those problems right now, I would be happy. (laughs) Like, when you get older, just not that, I'm not trying to say it gets worse, but what I'm trying to say is like, you look back at that stuff and you just can't help but laugh. Like, I was really upset that so-and-so said this about me when blah, blah, blah. Like, stupid, petty stuff. And, you know, I'm obviously talking about the petty stuff. Like, there's real traumatic events that can happen at any time in your life. Doesn't matter what year you are. It happens during high school all the time. You know, I had some real tough shit that happened to me during those years as well that um, I would definitely not want to go through again, but I'm happy that I did because like I said, it made me who I am today and helped me be able to navigate life now. But I'm talking about the petty stuff, guys. Like there are so many things that we dwell on and especially when we're younger that are so pathetic and I just promise you life is so much bigger than these little petty things and just don't stress too much about little pointless things like just let it go. Number 10, the last one is invest in yourself, you're worth it. (sighs) I... I'm so mad at myself that I didn't start saving my money back when I first got my first job. Like, I got a job as soon as I turned 16 and I saved up for my first car. And once I got that car, I was always spending my money on gas and food and just, you know, stupid shit like clothes and hanging out with my friends and movies. And not to say that that is obviously... A bad thing like when you're young yes I think you should live your life and indulge a little bit and have fun like that's fine but god do I wish that I had just put like $500 a month away I like I said had a job since I was 16 up until now and that's a lot of time that's a lot of years that I could have saved money and invested it then into myself or into my future or whatever the fuck. 
instead of just throwing it down the drain and having it really result to nothing. When I say invest in myself, I don't mean just money either. I really wish that I had spent more time just figuring out who I am and spending more time alone and getting to know myself and loving myself and nurturing myself. All of that in which I was saying earlier because if I had figured that out a little bit sooner, I might have saved myself from a lot of bullshit that I had to experience now. The sooner you start investing in yourself, the sooner you start setting yourself up for success, the sooner you will see those results, the sooner you will have your desired life. And I just really hope that you know that you are worth that, you are worth investing in, you are your greatest asset. There is so much about you that is just amazing and special and you have an infinite amount of potential and don't throw that down the drain to please other people who don't already obviously appreciate you, who don't see your worth, who won't help you get further in life. You know, invest in your fucking self, save your money, take care of yourself, love yourself, get to know yourself and surround yourself with people who motivate you and want you to be your greatest version of yourself. I could probably make another list. I have a lot of things that come to my mind when I think about this subject matter, but this was fun. I like this. I feel like I was going down memory lane a little bit, reminiscing. Um, It's fun to reflect. It's fun to look back and see the progress. High school and being a teenager is a tough ass time, dude. Like, it is tough. And if you're in high school right now, please just know that this is only the beginning. Like, there is so much life. I cannot emphasize it enough. Just power through it. Get through it. Put your head down. Have fun. Don't dwell on the negative bullshit and the pettiness and the drama. Just stay focused, stay centered, take care of yourself. Everything is going to be fine. But that is all I got today. Ooh, it is 3.33 as I'm recording this, p.m. 3.33 has been my angel number literally for as long as I can remember. I remember... Like, literally since I was a fucking child, like five years old, I've always seen it. I don't know. It's just, it's my shit. But anyways, I hope any of that resonated with you and hope you enjoyed our little convo. It was a lot of fun for me. So as always, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, TikTok, and also I have a Instagram for the podcast and it is called Rocky Road Podcast. Feel free to follow me on there and support the pod. If you have any comments, questions, or topic ideas, I would love to hear from you guys. I always love to hear from you. Shoot me a message at any time and I will talk to you guys soon.